Hello, everybody. And uh, before I get into today's episode, I want to thank you all so much. Episode 100 came out a couple weeks ago. I didn't do an episode last week. I just wasn't feeling it. And uh, hopefully I should be able to get this week's episode out to you guys. I am feeling a bit unwell this week, but I should hopefully be able to edit this in time and release it on the uh, the usual date. Yeah, I hope you all enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. And as per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this is episode 101. It's last week, not last week, the week before, actually, episode 100. I did take last week off because I just wasn't in the, the right place to do another episode, but that's fine. Because uh, this week, we're back on, and I'm joined by Harry Jobson again for a second episode. I'm back. Uh, and for this week, we're going to be covering, uh, I believe, certainly one of your favorite films. Is that right? Uh, it is my it is my favorite film. It is his, okay. Favorite uh, uh, standalone film. Yeah, not like so. Not franchise, like it's a, not franchise stuff. You're you're ruling oh, that. Well, out. Or... well, I'm like I'm in love with like the first Back to the Future, but I mean, mm. I, it falls into the trilogy for me. It's part of my like trilogy favorites. It's not really like my number one. Favorite. Yeah, uh, the Truman Show is what we're talking about this week. Uh, so yeah, I I rewatched it earlier today. In fact. And I and I uh, I had I've seen this film once before. I remember when I did. I don't remember like the date exactly, but I remember sort of the year it happened. It was 2020. Um, and I would after and for that year after high like after classes on my my high school classes on a Wednesday would have been I think, uh, or was it? Th- Wednesday, I think Wednesdays, Thursdays, sometime during the week, I would go to a film course and do that for a couple hours. Uh, so I'd leave school early and I'd catch a train there, and it's a 50-minute train ride to get from, like, the train station to where I had to go. So uh, during those treks, I would download in the morning before I went out to school t- episodes of TV or movies or whatever. So I, I, I watched, you know, a few watch various different things on my uh, train rides. And The Truman Show was one of the films that I watched. Uh, and uh, when I yeah, saw it, I thought it was great. Uh, and But I hadn't seen it in a couple years until yeah early today. So I, we will see if my opinion has, uh, has changed on that front. Uh, do you have a memory of when you first saw it? When I first saw the Truman Show, I was a kid. I think I would have, I, oh, I would have been around six or seven. It's a very terrifying thing to watch as a little kid. (laughs) That is true. The entire world watching. The whole world is watching and they're all like Mm. automated. Yeah. Um, And uh, they're trying to create this uh, scenario and they're trying to. Illusion. Yeah, this illusion and. You but, can't really do anything either. You can't actually travel or do anything truly meaningful with yourself. Well, well that was the thing. It's like I'd never really traveled as a kid either. Like I'd go to like movie world and stuff. <laughs> I'd never. I still haven't left Australia, so I'm still not convinced that it's not a lie. Um, I, I have. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the reason I watched it when I was so young, I, um, I, I grew up, one of my favorite, my favorite actor being Jim Carrey. I, as a kid. Everybody loves movies. Jim Carrey though, I think. Well, as a kid, my favorite movie, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, I had, um, The Mask and Dumb and Dumber were like my three favorite movies yeah. growing up. Well, you know, yeah, that's classic 90s Jim Carrey comedy. Which, The Mask, also terrifying, but that that's a whole different... But yeah, The Truman Show, I, I remember seeing it as a kid, and it sort of stuck with me. It was like the first movie I ever saw that had meaning that wasn't... that Not that had meaning, but sort of that had meaning. It was the first It's movie a film that you that can a take comedy. a look... It wasn't... Yeah. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey trying to outdumb each other. It yeah. Was, it was something that was like, it, it had thought. Yeah, it's a film that where you know you can you know because like you know those Jim other Jim Carrey comedies that you just mentioned you can just sort of you take them at face value because there's not really a, that much to take from them they're very much just sort of you turn your brain off. A little yeah, bit. but yeah, the Truman Show is more of a it was more dramatic work for Jim Carrey. I think this is one of his sort of early you, you know dramatic roles because. And he, but he's he's so synonymous with comedy that you sort of or people you mention you know, you know great you know Jim Carrey roles and I mean this will probably be one of them but I don't know if it will be the first one you know I think people will go to if they to go for dramatic work they'd probably go for like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind which is a film yeah. that he also yeah was had a lot of he got praise a lot of praise for yeah I I think this is the best. Thing thing he's done personally mm. uh but and we'll get into that in a uh in a minute but yeah i mean yeah i, I thought it was done i think it was incredibly good i i for me it's a 10 out of 10 i don't think you can really fault it <laughs> all right so that's the rating right off the bat all right i mean it's your favorite film that's one of like i think that was pretty clear though to be yeah. fair if it's yeah, one of your... I, I have a bias i have a bias um I think that the Oscars should just... I mean, it was probably one of the best, best picture years in the in a long time. But for LA Confidential to get... Or the full Monty to get, a, like, a nomination over the Truman Show that year. Oh, I think the Truman Show was the year after, I think it was. It came out in 98, but even 99 is worse, because 98 is a great year. It's got Titanic and Good Will Hunting, which Good Will Hunting is another one of my favorites. Uh, let, let, me ch- let me just have a... I think, you're... <laughs> I think all those films came out in 1997, and Truman Show came out the year after yeah. those ones. So well, I think... Have you seen the 99 nominees? It there's It's so much worse. It's... Oh, in it's fact, what's what Saving Private Ryan and Life is Beautiful, Thin Red Line, Shakespeare in Love, and Elizabeth. Oh, Shakespeare in Love, I've heard is awful. <laughs> People, it's terrible. It's a terrible film. Yeah, but... that got nominated, and I believe it oh, won Best Picture as well. <laughs> it... How oh... did Saving Private Ryan not win? Oh, uh, well, from what I've gathered from people who are more familiar with it is that harvey weinstein uh is a very very well when he was you know he he would campaign yeah when he was before he got you know all these things came out about him he was a very uh 
vicious campaigner. He'd, you know, go around and make sure everybody who was, like, a voter, he would make sure they would see the film and he would, you know, make... He would sort of throw out disparaging... You know, he'd say, like, Saving Private Ryan's only good for, like, the first 20 minutes or whatever, like, the opening D-Day battle, and then the rest it's sort of, yeah. like, not as good. Um, which, and, you know, doing all these other underhanded, you know, not great things, and I think that's part of the reason why uh, Shakespeare in Love won. I, I think, I mean... otherwise, I don't know if it would have. I think people would have, you know, respond, you know, if all this stuff hadn't yeah. been happening, I think people would have given it to Seven I mean, Private Ryan. Put some respect on Matt Damon's name. Back to back Best Picture nominees that he's been in. Hmm. So like Yeah, that's true, yeah. Hunting, and, and then Seven, Seven Private, Private Ryan. Ryan Although yeah. his role as Seven Private Ryan. We digress. Yeah, it's... um Yeah, so the Truman Show was nominated at the Oscars that yeah. uh but not yeah, Jim Carrey was an egregious I genuinely think he should have been nominated for Best Actor. Like, it, it was a, it was a snubbing of, just disproportionate degree. Yeah, I, I, it's similar to when Adam Sandler did Uncut Gems. They can't like look past that comedy actor. Yeah, exactly. Quality. It's Uncut Gems. Like, not even getting nominated. That's a snubbing. Yeah. It, it, we watched it happen in 1999, and we're watching it happen in. Yeah, and I mean, it, it sort of happens every year. There's always, like, one person who, like, should be nominated because they are just so good, but, like, it doesn't happen because the Academy is dumb. And, and, and the weird thing is about The Truman Show is that Jim Carrey was nominated and won the Golden Globe for The Truman Show, and, yeah. I, and then he wasn't nominated uh, for an Oscar, and I believe that's the only time that's ever happened where the Golden, the Golden Globe... Globes more valid than the Oscars. Well, no, I don't think they are. I'm not saying they're valid. Now it, no, no, no. But I, after hearing that, I might have to change my tune a little bit. But it, it's more that every whoever whoever's won Best Actor for a motion for a drama motion picture has gone on to be nominated at the Oscars for Best Actor, and Jim Carrey's the only one person who's, who's won that award and then not gotten nominated which is more my point there's is, is typically a major correlation between those even though they're not there's no there's not really that much overlap in voting it's just whoever wins that will then get nominated uh so it's it is weird though that jim carrey didn't get nominated even though he totally should have like it is it is a um yeah. to go into the film it is a fantastic performance and I think that, yeah, it's probably his best work. And I've seen him in quite a few things. I would, but I, and I would say it's a career. Like he's really good in Eternal Sunshine, but I do think he is better in the Truman Show. Just personally. Yeah. All right. Do you want to start getting into the the actual grit of the thing? Yeah. Uh. Just just before we do, uh, just to quickly touch on something. Uh, the, yeah, the Truman Show was nominated for three Oscars that year. Uh, best Supporting Actor for Ed Harris. Uh, yeah, best Director. Yeah. Uh, best Director, which is weird that they got Director but not Picture, because again, those usually correlate. Uh, and Best Original Screenplay. So it got like three pretty major nominations. Nominations, yeah. And then it missed out on Picture and Actor. Which is just bizarre, but you know it's yeah, it's just 
weird and, and, and frustrating when you look back and you're like, oh, they had the opportunity to do, you know, nominate an act, one of the best film, one of the best films of the year, and then they don't. Um, but yeah, so to sort of get into the film, um, I've, I've listened to, I've, you know, I've, I've listened to other people talk about this film, and someone made a point in another podcast I was listening to of how, I don't remember exactly what they said, but I think their general thing was they kind of wish the film had been made slightly differently in that we don't know that it's all, like, controlled. Like, we're just sort of following Truman, like, where, you know, as oblivious as him. Uh, yeah. And we discover we're, we're things. looking on as what we assume a normal public would as yeah. this guy going insane. Yeah, and and you know, and then you know, like that's when like like when the light falls very early on in the film, we would be like, hmm, that's very confusing. But because we know it's not real, and this is all a simulate, well, it's like a, it's a controlled environment where he's put to live. It's I think their point was it's not as interesting or engaging, which I I see their point and I understand what they're saying, yeah. but I think the way it is, I still think it's phenomenally well done like it i I don't i don't think that i i I understand that would make a very good yeah that would make that would also make a phenomenal film as well i think but we we would then lose the like the two face performances from noah emrich ed harris laura yeah like that is true those performances of us knowing that it's fake Mm -hmm. yeah and you got those subtle, those, like, just the the quality of, sort of, you can tell they're lying. Yeah, they're exactly, them. yeah. Even, and that might be because we already know, but it, I think it's done so well, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't sacrifice, I wouldn't change anything if it meant sacrificing. Yeah, that, that sort of depth. Stuff. Yeah. The whole discussion of God and, like, yeah, because, um, yeah, he's playing like, God effectively. Yeah, yeah, being the director, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. it's, oh, yeah, it's my favourite point in the film. Um, yeah, no, I, I think also the way it's structured, as we see it in the film, I think it would it work, because it, it's sort of that classic, you know, the Hitchcock thing of like, you know, we see a bomb under the table, we see people, you know, it's going to go off in 10 minutes and we see these two people talking for 10 minutes and we want them to discover the bomb. So everything goes well. Yeah. And I think it's sort of a similar thing here where like, we know the truth and we want Truman to find out what the truth is. And I think that like the way it is, I think that is just as engaging because we know something Truman doesn't, and we want him to figure it out, and I think that is equally as engaging. Yeah. I think it creates... Yeah, because as you were just mentioning before, yeah, because we know everybody's in on it, uh, and so when the characters are saying these things, or when certain things happen, it's... Uh, we're, yeah, we're like, come on, Truman, come on, Truman. Yeah, like, we're, yeah. yeah, we're trying yeah. to... We want him to figure it out as well. Um... Yeah, which, I mean, most of the audience within the film, because we do see a lot of glimpses of the outer audience watching Truman. Yeah, we see they them. They all just want the best for Truman, whether yeah. it's getting out or not. Yeah, and, and they, uh, they're sort of thing of, like, they're, you know, yeah, they're watching this, and, 
and they're, you know, they're enjoying watching it, but, you know, as we see when it gets towards the end of the film, they're also really happy for him when he does eventually get out. Um, you know, and, and it's for us, the audience, as well, I think that moment, him getting out, is, is very cathartic, because it's like, you know, he... Uh, you know, gets out, and, and we get, I mean, I'm skipping right to the end, but, you know, the whole ending, I think, is really nice, because, you know, I'm not against films having a sad ending, like, where just, not, where it, it's, yeah. it leaves you sort of feeling depressed, but I also do love a film that just gives, like, an earnestly happy ending. I think that's where the Truman Show, like, sort of conflicts, though. I, I feel like it's not it is a happy ending. What we see is he's made it. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the reality of it is the worst. Yeah. The, it is a tragedy. Like, the the reality of, oh, everything that I've once known to be true is a complete lie, mm. and I have to fully readjust to being the most famous person ever. Yeah. I can I, never know when people are lying to me again or not. Yeah, I think... I think... I mean, we're just jumping right to the end, but I don't think it matters necessarily. Um, I think that... I kind of wish there was one... Because the film does end a tad abruptly for me. It, like, we, we see those two security guards and they, you know, they, they just like, oh, let's see what else is on TV, and then it just ends. I kind of wish there was one, like, extra little scene of Truman in, like, outside of the dome, and him just sort of I looking know, out on the world as it... I don't know, I feel like that might have been... I sort of, yeah, I mean, that I mean, would... That's just it, my it sort of... Cool, but, uh, yeah, I personally, I feel like um, leaving it with, like, a bow. Yeah then, yeah, I, I thought it was really just clever. The the ability to, like, sort of recognise, oh, everything has been an act of mm. bow. Because bow signifies the end of a show, and then um, the end of the show is the end of the movie. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I think that the film, sort of, as a whole really is you, you know because it i don't it's you know it's a bit it's very um it's a bit dark in, in sort of some of what it's doing and this, oh yeah it's uh you know this whole you know taking this this kid you know this baby and raising them up in this sort of controlled environment and the whole world is watching and i think it it really does play upon these sort of elements of, like, you know, how, you know, when, like, what is too far, and I think, you know, where it's really shown and, and illustrated to the audience that this isn't okay, like, they, they really make a whole yeah. thing of, like, this isn't okay, and, you know, these people, you know, these people he thinks he's been friends with for, yeah, ages, for, you know, indeterminate amounts of time, are not his friends at all. They're just actors. They're just playing a part, you know. It, it really... Yeah. I, and, you know, the whole... And even at the... You know, again... I towards, just want to put on a good show, yeah. Yeah, and even towards the ending where he's trying to escape and Ed Harris is like, I'll just, you know, knock the boat over and he doesn't seem to have that... He doesn't have sympathy towards him. He's just trying to... Yeah, he's making a TV show. Uh, and, you know, and then he tries to sort of play you know tries to sort of uh be nice to truman at the end to try and convince him to stay uh 
you know, just shows their the sort of his two faced nature. Well, well, it's a com- like it. It's it's sort of. I mean, he lacks any empathy whatsoever. Like, you know, yeah, as he says, stone cold. Well, he was mm. born on the air. Why can't he die on the air? Yeah, exactly. I, I, like, I think. Yeah, and he he just flatly like just constantly thinks Truman will be okay with being told all this sort of lies mm. by saying like, look. Um, He's trying to manipulate him into staying. Yeah, we accept the reality of the world we are presented. This, it's a really good commentary on the idea of God. Again, because mm-hmm. obviously he's playing God, but if he's God, he lacks empathy. He's willing to, you know, flip your boat if it means him not. Him not get, he's willing to let him be killed. As opposed to letting him be free and have his own sacrifice, yeah, yeah, and for his creation, as they for his creation, as they say, and mm. I'm like, I don't know, I think it's a bit, it's dark, it's dark. Yeah, I think, I mean, Ed Harris, I think, yeah, does a really good job. He, he gives a really good performance in this, and I, and I think his, you know, uh, the, the nomination for the Oscar, I think, is deserved. I think he is. You know, quite good. He's not in it that much, though. He's he is like a real, not. He's not in that much of the film. You know, a, a lot of the film is just us he's following. Not, he's in like he's in it like once during the middle, and then like he's, he he is the end. But yeah, he, yeah, he's sort of the final bot. He's the main bad guy. But a lot of the film is just sort of following Truman and, and meeting all these different people. And and one thing I noticed. Uh, that I, I really paid attention to after it was pointed out to me by a, a video I saw, is that a lot of the shots in this film are, like, from hidden cameras, basically, or they're... they're... Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that... Uh, neighbor carrying the bin, the dog collar, the the street light, the everything. is Yeah, like the of... car, you know, the... the... The car camera, which... Um... You know, so... all the people seem to have a camera on them somewhere, like... And I the, think that's the a... yeah. my favorite one is the one behind the um the bathroom sink. Oh yeah, yeah that's a great one. one. Yeah, where he draws on the mirror. Yeah, I think that's really well. Yeah, I think uh, it is a really ingenious way of shooting the film, and I think it it adds a lot more to it as opposed to if they just shot it normally. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, and then when he starts, you know, getting outside of town, it's shot, you know, not from, you know, because that wouldn't be cameras out there because they don't expect him to go that far. It's just, you know, yeah. so it's shot, you know, sort of like a, you know, how films are typically shot, you know, it's not like a hidden camera thing. It's more of a standard way of shooting. And I think that, you know, really... It helps elevate it and give it a, a unique style of filmmaking, because I think if they just shot the entire film normally, it wouldn't be as interesting. It would be, you know. Oh no, not at all. Um, and I think, oh. yeah, um, uh, yeah, I think you know we 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 have sort of touched a bit on Jim Carrey, but I and I know and I said before there this is a career best performance, but I think he 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 does sort of have that sort of Jim Carrey like sort of comedy bits where he's like. Wait, like, sort of, like, some of the faces he makes, or when he's, like, yelling and all that, like, it's still, like, sort of com- classic comedy Jim Carrey, but I think he's able to combine that with genuine, like, 
anger and and, and sadness and despair and he's he's very like he is a good actor like I, I think some people sort of dismiss him as being you know just a guy who sort of prances around and makes silly faces and everything when in reality he is a genuinely talented actor who can do oh, yeah. yeah you know um dr eggman <laughs> yeah he, he can really do a lot and, and i think he you know he's uh earlier this year i think he said he's consider he's you know kind of retired or, or going to retire anyway from making films and I, and I, you know, it's, it's, if he doesn't make another film, that would be unfortunate because I do like seeing him in things, but he's also established a career of, like, I think he will, he will go down as one of the best, not just comedic actors, just one of the best actors in general, I would argue. Like he, he, yeah. uh, um, you know, this, he's, yeah, yeah. best actor in their field, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the ability to sort of obviously physically mold because his face is rubber yeah also to be able to mold into any character something we have never seen look at i mean look at the other comedy actors who've created waves and i say comedy actors and it does a disservice to him it really does but 90 percent of his like catalog is comedy and i don't don't think that's a bad thing i think he's I think, you know, like, you know, and you look at sort of around this time, you know, there's, you know, Jim Carrey is, he's very unique from a lot of other comics, you know, from comedic actors at this time, you know, Robin Williams was making, you know, waves around the side, but he's, you know, very different, you know, Robin Williams isn't like this big physical actor, he's more just, he's, you know, he he talks very fast and and he he just, you know, is able to make, you know. I think all the other comedy actors that created their era because there was the jim carrey era there was the will ferrell and the adam sandler but robin williams who was a constant across most of that um mm, yeah they, they're all will ferrell is adam sandler is you know what i mean they're, it's all adam sandler is in this movie it's yeah. not this movie is this character but it's played by adam sandler and, and so, i think certain like you know i think jim carrey definitely has sort of people see it, certain people, I, I I think now that he's, you know, been doing this for a while and he's done more serious roles, but I think when he was starting to get into more serious acting, people were just sort of like, oh, he, he's Jim Carrey, he can't do serious acting, he's just sort of this comic yeah. actor. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, it's you know, same for guys like Adam Sandler as well and, and Robin Williams, you know, the, a lot of these sort of guys who made their start during comedy, you know, and if you even look to now, you know, like, comedy you know like jordan peele for example you know he's this comedic yeah. you know writer and actor and everything but he's now been able to you know There's successfully bridge from comedy to yeah horror and, and you know pretty pretty solid horror films as well like he's not like he's good at it too you know and i think certain people d- put certain actors in a box you know and, and yeah. you know and it's not just comedic actors too, you know, got people like Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart, you know, very well known for Twilight and those films, but yeah. now they have be- gone beyond that. And, you know, a lot of people, well, a lot, certainly a lot more, a decent portion of people see them as more than just, you know, Twilight, you know, and, and yeah, and that's, yeah, comedy. It, it's hard well, to... Look at Andrew, look at Andrew Gar- you also have actors who have always sort of done that and people still see them as this. 
Mm. You, you never want one role to define you, which I think the Truman Show doesn't isn't that defining role. I think for Jim Carrey, the defining role is like it's Ace Ventura. It's it's some wacky, goofy sort of yeah, uh, like a liar, liar or uh, yes man. But we can take Andrew Garfield for example. The Social Network, his performance in the Social Network was amazing. Mm-hmm. It, but. I think subtly in the public eye, he'll always be known as the bad Spider-Man. Which, like, <laughs> the, the films were bad, I'll give him that. But he was a good Spider-Man. And now in Tick, Tick, Boom, and I, I think Andrew Garfield is one of my favorite actors. so quality. And it, he's hmm. really good representation of what can happen. Um, if you to... give an actor a right role and you... Yeah, which... I mean, there's not one other actor who could do the Truman Show like Jim Carrey did. To mm. to go from the whole just instantly questioning... Obviously, we were behind him because we know. And yeah. the question whether would we be behind him if we didn't know is always going to be up for debate because we will never know. The ability to just go, you want to you want to root for him and you, you, you want to have that... Everyone can sort of relate to the idea of being called crazy for thinking something or mm. or like being scared and people telling him don't worry it's it's not real it's not real. but to have that to be true to have those all those fears realized mm. and could you imagine if you were scared of something as a kid and your mom said don't worry it's fine yeah and it was really fine like you were just a kid you were scared of something mm. but then finding out, no, she was lying. It's not fine. Everything's a lie. Everyone's <laughs> always lied to you. I, I, I think casting Jim Carrey in this role, you know, he's a very inherently likable guy, and you, you know, and I, he's very easy to uh, like. You know, you don't meet many people who, you know, dislike Jim Carrey as a person. Like, you know, people might not like what he does. You know, like they might not like his style of comedy. What he says about media and stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's certainly got some opinions that I don't agree with, but I'm sure if I met him, I'd get along with him, and he, and he seems like, you know, he's a very, you know, solid dude, you know, like, I, yeah, I, I would 100%. get... And I think, you know, he is, an, he is you know, just likable in the, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't like every film I've seen him in, but more often than not, I do like him oh, yeah, yeah. just being in things... Um, uh, just a few little statistics right before we get into the the actual meat of the movie. Yeah. Or the film, sorry, movie. Uh, it has a ninety five percent on Rotten toma- uh, Tomatoes. A ninety percent on Metacrit- uh, Metacritic. It's it's very properly rated. That's fair enough. That's uh, a pretty good, pretty good percentage. Yeah. yeah. It, it won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor, Motion Picture, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already sort of touched on that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember it, hearing that it was sort of a, a very big hassle to get made. Um, uh, yeah, it seems like the sun, like at the end where he's at that big wall, like, like it must have been, you know, a pain to get sort of some of this financed because it's a very, it's very clean and very... Well, uh, they had to basically like create an island they didn't really make an island, but that's like create for the film an island. Yeah, they had to make yeah. however many houses and 
make it feel like it was sort of a timepiece, which it is. It's supposed to be the 50s, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, which I think is another awesome thing, that it, it's supposed to... You're also watching someone grow up in the 50s in the 90s. It's You're along with the audience that's outside. It's like, yeah, we watched Truman, but he grows up in this bayside town. They all ride those type of bikes. And yeah, those the old cars school cars. Yeah. And like, oh, the cars have like tape decks or whatever. But, yeah. Um, sort of the whole... He would have never seen a stage like that. Stage light like that before until it dropped in front exactly. of him. Exactly. He sees it and drops and goes doesn't even know what it is yeah that's why but, he's sort of yeah so confused it's like but that i mean if you want to get into the if you're ready to get into the meat of the movie yeah i'm ready to i'm ready to yeah that that's at the start of the film yeah we see truman go through his daily routine we uh the first about 10 minutes of the film give us everything we need we know that we're watching him and then yeah. he can't see us yeah we exactly. know that he's being directed uh, mm-hmm. everyone around him sorry is being directed which, like, if you artificialize an environment, are you artificializing the things in the environment that aren't fake? If you put something real in a fake environment, what's to say that that real thing isn't also fake? Because it's yeah. influenced by everything else. We see that he's in a not-so-happy marriage. Yeah. We see that his neighbors are all friendly to him, and uh, we see the classic line, uh, if, in case I don't see you, good afternoon good evening and good night and that's what he just says to his friends but it's like the perfect end tag for a show as well like i could yeah. be watching a night show and watching jimmy kimmel oh i'm not watching jimmy jimmy i'm not watching jimmy i'd be watching conan and yeah conan will, um, conan will say like if if that was conan's catchphrase it wouldn't it would make like it's it's a really good catchphrase yeah exactly um, and it's it's very memorable too it, it, it it's yeah. a really and you know, and we see, yeah, and, it, and it's also perfect for the for the ending of the film, you know, where it, it all ends. It's like, yeah, no, that's a it's a great ending yeah. and a great way to conclude that story. But I think, yeah, the we meet everything we we and we know everything we need to know about Truman. Um, I heard there was initially when they were mate when they were writing it, he um, Truman was gonna get like was going to be with, like, some prostitutes or something, and then they thought, oh, that probably wouldn't... I do not like that. that they, they were like, yeah, that prob- that's we don't really need that, because I think it was to help sort of illustrate the marriage problems, but I don't think we need that. I, th- I think we, we see how... Uh, I think also, the, the role of the sort of college fling mm-hmm. and how he still obsesses over her, I think that's... But the fact that also she can sort of see that obsession... Because she's a viewer. Yeah. Um, I, I think... Yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I feel like that serves it enough, and it makes Truman likable enough. If it was prostitutes, I wouldn't like Truman. I, I would I would be less on his side. Mm-hmm. Um, if certain... Like, because it, it would just be like, oh, well, it's dirty. It's, it's whatever. It's yeah. Dirty. But um, I, I, the whole... Instead of you know, troubled marriage that involves drinking and, you know, prostitutes and stuff. It's more like he's still sort of just a kid longing for, like... Yeah, he, he's... The, he's, the he's girl at the playground sort of thing. Like, it's, oh, it's the... It's that girl. I loved her eyes sort of thing. And yeah, he, he's very sort of... Yeah, again, because he's sort well, of... Yeah. And he's only lived in this sort of small... You know, because 
they sort of mention that he's 30 by the time we, at a certain point. Yeah. Um, I, I, at, at some point in the film, he's like 30 years old, and it's like he's never left that, you know, sort of small town. It's desire. And you've got things in the design that's done so well to prevent that, you know. His desire to go to Fiji is um, like a point of the movie why he wants to leave the island, but you go to the flight centre and all the things say like don't fly like lightning striking an airplane (laughs) and don't leave and it's Mm. all this like little brainwashing that i think is really really cleverly done from a narrative and from like a production standpoint it's like yeah just put those little things it makes it a real movie a real world yeah it's uh it's it's interesting it's crazy how like watching the film and just every way they have to stop Truman from doing, you know, any, you know, like, from trying to leave, you know, went, like, trying to catch the bus, you know, and then the bus, you know, breaks down, and then there's the whole thing of, you know, he, he's trying to drive down the street to get out, and there just happens to be a line of cars, he's, when he's at the hospital, and there's that guy with the big, like, somehow cabinet for some thing. reason manages to have a fear of the water because like obviously it's because his father died in a boat yeah and it's dramatic for anyone but at the same time the water is like a really great representation of like an impenetrable force or like um mm-hmm. uh something like overcoming you know yeah um, yeah and i think it it's it's i think it makes sense why the creators of the show would, you know, do that sort of thing. So he has no, he's not tempted to try and leave, you know, because the only ways out, it appears, would be over, you know, bridges and stuff. And, and bridges are, you know, over the water. And, you know, he's so fearful of the water that he can't even drive over a bridge over the water. And he won't try and take a boat out or anything. Because, again, so I think it, it, it makes sense why the, the, they would, create that fear in him and you know manipulate him into not wanting to leave because you know his father dies uh from his perspective and i think it yeah it's very it's a very traumatic thing though and it's very cruel to you know have it you know make a kid watch their parent die from 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 truman's perspective of course because he he doesn't know not even just that, but have them die, show back up, and then his mother convinced them that it was fake. Yeah, I, I, that's a intre- Yeah, it, the film, the it really shows how, yeah, cruel and unlike, like, like these people, like you know, people making the show are inherently unlikable just for doing this at all. And the film, it doesn't go too far. In making them seem so unlike, like... Well, they try to make it somewhat likeable. I mean, you've got, um... They all obviously care about Truman. Yeah, they just... But, but they also uh, care about... the interviews at the start of the film, where it's like these fake interviews of the the actors, and we're showing yeah. as we go into the film, where it's like, the Truman Show is my life. It's like, we all care about Truman. It's, it, it's not a role. It, it is who I am. And I'm mm. like, yeah, it, it, but like, yeah, it's a role. It but is like, a role. Yeah. It, like, yeah. They try to rationalize what they're doing, uh, and, and try and 
almost arguably trying to convince themselves that they're doing the right thing because because i think you know yeah. some of them are probably like trying to convince themselves that they're doing a good like because ed harris is straight up just he's like yep we should be doing this you know this is good i want yeah. but but it sort of some of the others are kind of like a bit more like Truman's dad, you know, he tries to get, you know, all these people trying to get in to tell him that, Hey, this isn't real. You know, like there are people who don't like this and, and, you know, Truman's dad showing up, you know, he did, he was a part of this for a bit and then he realized it was wrong and he wanted to try and tell him. And then he goes back to pretending, you know, I think it, it really is, um, good at, sort of portraying sort of moral ambiguity in yeah. some of the characters, like the ones that are meant to have some sort of moral ambiguity to them. It's the scene on the bridge with his best friend is, I mean, I remember that being terrifying as a kid. Yeah. It's that whole like idea of what, like everyone close to you just being a lie and everything close to you being mm. a lie and you can't even trust the person that says I'm the only one you can trust yeah and he's saying uh, like yeah, if this is a thing and it or it's not real then I wouldn't be you know you you know I would be lying to you and I wouldn't be lying to you and it's very um quite a heartbreaking the last thing I'd ever do was lie to you yeah yeah and he's being fed these lines I think that's a really yeah great scene. This film has a there's a lot of really great scenes in this film, and that bit on the bridge, yeah, just the two of them talking is like very well done. I think it again it really just shows how good of a dramatic actor Jim Carrey is. You know he he's you know he's crying but he's not like overselling it. Like you know he's got tears in his eyes but he's not he's not going too. Because I, I think. You know, there would be possibility that he would go too far. And I think he plays it just right. Like, you know, he's... I mean, you, you watch the whole film, he starts off, like, there are so many things that are done from the start to the end of the film as well. You've got little things from his hair. The first scenes we see him, he's got, he's doing his hair, he's got perfectly well cut, well trimmed, and he's well dressed, he's where he's smart. He's yeah and a nice jacket and like he looks smart the final scenes his hair is like completely and utterly scraggly obviously he's just like fall for his life in a boat but he's wearing a turtleneck sweater he's, and he's got like some ripped and he's got like his, his pads have got have been like ripped and like, like yeah it's um and that happens i mean like we start we start with the the light the stage light falling which is like obviously it's it's like a metaphor for the sky is falling you know what i mean the, yeah the nobody believes him because well yeah, they they yeah. tell him he's lying or he's seeing things yeah it, um... it's very common like it's chicken little um but it's very sort of uh common idea oh the sky is falling the sky is falling he he all he does is look up and question it yeah you can't see anything because it's so bright he's looking at the sky but he's like what is this the the light says like stage light number i think it's like 56 or something i'll have to yeah. look at the photo but um then that that is sort of like okay it's like slowly put the idea in the head he's like what what is this is a question then he sees his father yeah a homeless man 
Which they try to cover up as cleaning up the streets. Is, yeah, you know, and then they take him away, and he's like, he was like, oh, I want to, you know, because you know, it's he recognizes him as his dad. It's like I want to see him, I want to see, him. and they take him away, and it, it, uh, it really shows how, and you know, all the ways that yeah, they try to stop him or they try to remove people from him. You know, the the girl yeah. who he, who they meet, who meet that girl he fell in love with. Yeah. yeah, and then they go to the beach, and then her dad quote-unquote takes away and says oh this is just you know a schizophrenic episode or whatever it's like really quite yeah i i see why truman would sort of obsess over it and 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 be affected in that way because you know it's very common you know sort of lost love is uh what it is you know he he and, and he never gets any real closure to that you know he just everything although it's fully artificialized everything truman experiences is so distinctively like a human experience Mm. it's it's about lost love it's about like questioning we've always like don't we've all sort of gone like we've all had thoughts of is this person lying is this person just being fake for me like Mm. for my sake or whatever and but it's it's again it's also dystopian it's like nothing we've ever experienced because at the same time it's completely real yeah and com- like which is um you know sort of terrifying but mm-hmm. yeah again you've got the line of questioning with the light falling his father which then he questions his mother and you see him slowly start to test sort of things he sees patterns yeah like when he's in the car and he's like okay so there'll be this girl riding by on a bike there'll be a guy walking past with the flowers and then there'll be like a dent a, a beetle with like a dented fender or whatever and then you know it happens and, it's, and he's like oh I see and, and then he's trying to explain to his uh to, to Laura Linney is she she's his um wife isn't she isn't that oh, yeah she's he's trying to explain to her you know how he knows this and and then she's you know it's a combination of going crazy like, yeah. yeah it's a combination of her acting but also her genuinely being kind of terrified because this hasn't happened you know and she's like well truman what do you do this isn't you know okay and then when they see um yeah his friend uh, and she's like you know and she's saying all these things and he's like what do you mean by that you know i, I you know she, and it's like it's really quite yeah it's very yeah dystopian i think is a way of putting it i think it 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 has sort of something that kind of terrifies me of the concept of everybody being in something being in on something that i'm not yeah like, it's a bit of fun yeah and like something sort of i'm trying to think of like a lot of that's sort of more of a horror thing though and you know sort of uh, it's it's a it's sort of Twilight Zone esque in that, yeah. Because because this film kind of does feel like a Twilight Zone episode, but you know, made into a film kind of like it. You know, it's a very much, but you know, it's it's more <laughs> upbeat than the Twilight Zone is because Twilight Zone a little very, bit, a little bit. <laughs> I, I guess Black Mirror as well. To yeah. an, it's Black Mirror Twilight Zone esque, and and but it's far more upbeat than those. Both those shows are, um, but yeah, this this idea that Truman that you know yeah it, it's it's everything is a lie. None of these people are actually his. Fr- well, I think 
they're all, you know, I feel like they do have some form of connection with him, but a lot of it is not real. Like, you know, that family that we, he, you know, says, good afternoon, good evening, good night to, you know, it, it feels like he just sort of says that because, you know, he's being nice to the neighbours, but he doesn't really know them and, and they don't really know him. They're just yeah. actors. They're just there to, just so he sees them every day. Uh, and, yeah. you know, the, the neighbour with the bin and then the two, oh, like, yeah. the two twins that, come, that like, push him against the wall or something, which is very odd, but... Yeah. I, like, these are, these are, they're all just doing a job. They're not trying to really form connections with him. It's, yeah, yeah just... He's, he's the, you got the, uh, like, production where the elevator's supposed to be. Like, it's, he's a whole production set. Oh, I think that, that was a great bit. Yeah, I think that's really like, like it's really well done, because um, it's right in the line of I just I, like I've seen my father, I've seen lights fall, and yeah, now you've seen what appears to be a full production set in the background, yeah, no yeah, and then like, and then um, to have your wife, your partner, come home and say, oh. A horrible elevator accident where multiple people felt like <laughs> they were eating crude like I swear to god they had like croissants on the table and strawberries like I don't think that was an elevator yeah. accident at all and like, again it yeah plays into that thing of like this would be terrifying you know you're seeing things and people are like oh no that's you weren't you, you're just seeing you know see, and then like oh you're yeah. just imagining things then it would just sort of go into a, a level of like oh am I like losing my mind <laughs> like it, it really you would need to fully go to have the idea to think everyone my best friend and my wife and my mother yeah everyone is against him and everyone's telling him that he is yeah imagining things or it's a lot of self-assurance um yeah so we move further in the film mm. where Obviously, he sort of like, um, he's like confided in his best friend and stuff. You've got yeah on the bridge, and the I think scene where she's so clearly, um, you know the the scene where his wife is so clearly like advertising at night. <laughs> that's such a I, and the coffee. Uh, and that's the hot brilliant because it's like yeah because like, you know, yeah. and he's like, who are you talking to? Yeah, ex- I, I feel, yeah. I think that's a great bit, because I think it, it really is, like... Because this is the only way they can make money. Because, you know, it would be expensive to run that massive a production. Oh, Consistently, yeah. 24 hours a day, 365. You know, like, it, it would really... And, and and actually, I just thought, that means a ton of them aren't spending Christmas with their families then. Because they're just yeah. doing this whole thing. You know, and Truman doesn't have you know, hasn't had a Christmas with his actual family, because his family was unwanted. He doesn't have an actual family, and so that that does sort of, like, create... The the film, I think, a lot of it, you know, we only see, you know, like, a few days, you know, like, a few days of Truman's life, but it does, and, you know, we sort of see flashbacks of, like, him as a baby and all that, and, and sort of him growing up, and just yeah, they content the all the lengths they go to, you know. And and as a kid, you know, because he was raised in this environment, he doesn't question it because as a kid, you don't really quite. When an adult tells you not to do something, 
you don't do it because as a kid you're not you know you're more gullible and i think that's why it takes him so long to start questioning things because he starts to get you know because he's you know 30 in the film and then he starts questioning things because you know he's an adult and weird things start happening around him and i think it i i kind of could be read as like you know subtextually about you know maybe religion or something like that if you want to yeah. you know because there's the whole sort of god thing with well, ed harris's character I, I believe towards the end of it, it like again we jump to the end we jump to the end but the whole imagery of him because the way it's framed especially with the cinematography it's like he's walking across water and it's the mm, first shots yeah. of a camera that we we don't have until like it's the first time we're looking at it where it doesn't look like it's like a home camera or a security camera yeah it's like, like it doesn't have that goofy zoom it's very cinematic and like the sort of it's, black sort of like corner like the sort of blackish around the yeah, corners the of stick. it but yeah. also it's it's the whole him walking on water to a staircase in the sky it's like symbolism for death and yeah i think i heard something once where it was truman dies and this is him being dead um and him walking through the door is going to the afterlife so like uh like if you think of it as truman dying during the boating or whatever he's walking along water to a stairway to heaven to death's door Mm. uh we're finally taken out of the the handy cam the the you know right sort of the the secret camera the little you know production cameras where it's we're taken out of that we're into like a cinematic and he talks to his creator yeah he like walks through the door and we're shown nothing else Mm. yeah and i think that's yeah, that's certainly an interesting interpretation it's an interesting of it. Idea. I think I think it is think a it metaphor is... for like walking to heaven, but it's less about walking to the afterlife and more about well, it is his afterlife. He's not dead, but his reality is. Yeah, he he's cre- uh, and sort of that version of Truman isn't yeah. really isn't a thing anymore you know he's gonna leave he's gonna become you know a different version of himself now that he lives in you know an actual proper reality and and in, and lives in the real world as opposed to just being confined in this you know space he literally punctured a hole in his reality and yeah with, with his boat and goes okay yeah this is, yeah and I think, I think uh, to sort of talk on sort of more technical sides of the film, you know, I talked mentioned the cinematography and how I love the way it's shot. I think production-wise, like in terms of like the sets and, and all that, I think the sets are very well done. I, I mean, especially that yeah. wall, you know, the 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 sky wall at the end, you know. Sort of the, don't say it until the boat hits it. Yeah, I I'm yeah because and and then you like you see the shadows start like. Yeah, and, the, and then it yeah punctures a hole, and it's like oh he's uh, yeah, and then he's you know he he reaches out to touch it, and you can just sort of see the shadow slowly come in to you know frame as he's about to touch the wall and everything, and I think that's a, and it's really nice imagery is seeing him uh, 
you know. And obviously, it's a huge relief that he was right, but also heartbreaking that he was right. Like, yeah, because now he knows everything has been ever, yeah, fabricated, and and I and I think it really, like, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's the ending is very kind of bittersweet because yeah. he gets the happy you know he gets out you know people want him to get out and everything but yeah now he has to conf- you know live with the reality of yeah whoa like 30 years of my life gone yeah and now he gone that's life. 30 years he didn't get to live in the re- you know 30 years he didn't get to travel you know 30 years of of not having real relationships you know not having real friends or you know because he was you know he was adopted you know he, he is an adopted yeah. but he still doesn't have any real relationships really you he know was like, adopted by omnicam though like and he was adopted by a company that like yeah we're just so using him to create a tv show yeah. and i think that it really is quite like I, I think the ending is. I think it's it's a great ending. I th- I think it is the right ending. I think it would have been. Um. Yeah. I, I think you know. And and I and I like and I do really really like the scenes we get with all the people watching the show. Like there's that guy in the bathtub, and then there's like there's two security guards, and then there's all the people in the bar and the two old ladies. Yeah. You know, just it, it's a nice mix of people who are watching this to really show that hit like Truman has captured the world, you know, because if it was just the same kinds of people, it wouldn't be... Well, well that's, it happens at the poster of, like, the film. It is... Yeah, it's just a big screen yeah. with him on it, and uh, there's, you know, a massive yeah. crowd of people. Like, it, and I, like, I think the posters for these fil- for the film is actually really great, too. Like, there's... Uh, yeah, You're the... the one where it's, like, him sleeping on the big TV. Yeah, um... and then there's one which is, like, made up of a bunch of different screens of of like his day-to-day life um you know and then there's yeah there's one where it's like i think on the dvd because i've got the 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 spaceship around his head on the mirror Mm. oh the the space helmet sorry i'm just looking at posters now there are some that just have him walking up the steps at the ending which is a massive spoiler because like that's the whole ending of the film but I think, yeah, that... I think that is, yeah, a great poster of, yeah, just that big screen with him sleeping and then there's, you know, all these people watching. I think that is... It, it's a, you know, it's, it's a yeah. perfect poster and it's a perfect way of, I think, you know... Because certain posters to... You know, a poster really... A great poster can really... Uh, like tell you everything you need to know about a movie like instantly you know like you see like sort of i've found it with superhero films a lot of the posters aren't that particularly engaging but it's because they don't then they're sort of part of a big franchise Uh, yeah 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 it's the the stupid like triangle and the circle and it's like it's the whole like we're going to have the two main people in the front or the back and they're like, mm. whatever. And then we have all the other characters in the middle and then there's some sort of like color circle around them and it, oh, I hate it. Yeah, I like... It's so I'm like, it's a... 
because it's just like so cut and paste. Mm. I I think like if I was to look at some films from just this past year, uh, you know, like Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, the poster is just the characters on a poster. Uh, you know, uh, you know, same with you know Glass Onion. It's just the characters, you know, and a lot of the po- yeah. it's not you don't get as many you know great you know unique posters now and and I think that's kind of a shame because you know like in my room right now I've got a back to the future poster which I think is one of the best posters just ever like it's a phenomenal oh, it's so cool and it, you know it's got and, you know it's it's got ren on it you know he was never in time for his classes he wasn't in time for his dinner that is a yeah, is that the DeLorean one... where he's looking at his watch sort of thing? Yeah, like, it's such a simple poster, you know, he's got, yeah, the DeLorean, you know, and you've got Marty, and he's looking at his watch, you know. Like, it tells you everything you need to know, and I think posters don't really do that as much now. Yeah. It's more often than not, you just have a character from, you have characters from the film, uh, and that's just sort of it, really. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at, like, yeah, the Black Panther poster is a good one. It, it's a good good movie, but it looks like every other Marvel... Yeah, every Marvel poster. poster is sort of the same. Like, I'm just looking like the Shang-Chi poster is just all the major characters in the film, and then there's, like, the Shang-Chi and the villain, and they're, you know, fighting, like... But it's very standard, like, it's not you don't see as many unique posters anymore. And, you know, some films you don't necessarily need to have, like, an amazing standout poster. But, like, Truman Show, it's it's a very simple film in what it's doing, but it has a fantastic poster, though. Which I think helps yeah. elevate. We're talking, talking a lot about the poster, but I think it is, you know, a very... It's very good, and it really... Well, it's an important part of any film. Yeah, especially for, like, it's... And it shows you everything you need to know. There's like, you know, the tagline is great. You know, the the imagery is all there. Like, it's got everything you need to understand. You don't go, you no one goes into the Truman Show thinking, what's going on? What's the premise? Yeah, everything right is, you know, yeah, everything is everything you need right there. And that's but it. it's not spoiled at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It just gives you sort of. It's like a plot synopsis, like a, a sort of like that one line that tells you like what a film's about. Yeah. Like I think that's what like what a poster should be able to do is just tell you what the film's about, just yeah. very simply. But yeah, I think I just think the Truman Show is really great. <laughs> it's 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 really think, yeah. it's yeah, uh, it was done incredibly incredibly well. I've yeah. said that multiple times. Like. I, I'll always have a soft spot for it because just and maybe because I love Jim Carrey, maybe because I, I, like resonate with the themes of the film, maybe because, mm. you know, I, I think, it it, tells us, you're looking at something that, is really human and we can all experience except we can never experience. Yeah, it, it's it's so. It's so fake and real at the exact same time. It's so real world. I could 100% see this happen. I mean, reality TV is huge. Yeah, this Uh, is effectively reality TV, except that he doesn't know he's being filmed. 
Like, that's yeah. sort of the difference. And but especially it, with the internet age, it has aged so well with people yeah. like streaming their whole lives online just in yeah. order to get clicks and views and this and that. So, and people love watching it. So. Yeah, reality TV, you know, peop- it's it's like some of the only TV, like, sort of on cable that people... Because cable is, you know, people don't watch things. It's always, it's on net people. It's streaming now, you know, Netflix or Disney yeah. Plus or anything like that. You don't really get that much sort of free-to-air TV anymore in a way that you used to, you know, 10 years ago. Like, you know, I used now to it's watch... Just, it's mostly sports and, like, game shows. It's sports and game shows and reality TV and, and people... But those... And the only reason why those are still being shown is because people watch them all the time, year after year, you know. Every year there's always The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and there's or however many options. Or Love Island. Yeah, or and there's all those, you know, yeah. and there's however many, you know variations and spin-offs of that you know and then you go t- between countries you know you've got love island uk and love island yeah. whatever you know and you've got you yeah, know survivor housewives. housewives of manhattan housewives of soho housewives of melbourne housewives of sydney yeah and like, then you yeah and then you go into you know game shows like survivor or you know the amazing race but, or anything which is also reality the, tv yeah, as well celebrity get me out of here yeah like, exactly oh, we want to watch people live which yeah, is, I think it's so weird, but I think yeah, it's... and again, I love the movies, so I can't like. Yeah, and I think that's why it's believable that people would be so interested in watching the Truman Show, you know, and watching Truman Burbank living his life because people have this interest in seeing other people's lives, and I don't, and it is kind of weird though because his life is so mundane a lot of the time. Yeah. Until, and then very occasionally they'll be like, oh, we're going to throw in a plot twist where, like, his dad comes back because, you know, the actor's back and we need to write him in somewhere. Or, you know, his dad dies, you know, when he's a kid. Or, he you know, there's this stolen love or anything like that. It, it really is interesting. And I think, like, you know, it definitely, like, you could make The Truman Show now and it would, like, it's it hasn't aged in 24 years or something, like 20-something years. I... I honestly believe that it'll be, it is probably the best age, because like Back to the Future ages in graphics quality and stuff and other things. Oh, certain elements of Back to the Future don't hold up as well. It'll be more prevalent in 50 years with the whole like rising age of security and, you know, public being watched, especially in like Asia at the moment, which I don't know enough about to talk about. But um, (laughs) even in Australia, like, I'll walk down Queen Street Mall and they can see people on, like... Because there's cameras, obviously. Yeah. They'll, they'll say over the speakerphone, everybody sees, like, who's riding a scooter in Queen Street Mall that's prohibited, cease doing it now. It's an efficient way of policing it. But... But... There could be a possibility creepy. where it would... Yeah, it's it, creepy. I don't like the, the... Yeah. I think... Yeah, it, it's interesting watching The Truman Show... Because it doesn't really seem like I don't think like some like the Truman Show is obviously unrealistic in that they wouldn't they wouldn't just make a TV show about one just like random person like like that would never happen. But in yeah. terms of and people being engaged in watching this person live their life, even though it is so mundane and it's so boring, 
like i that's like i don't get reality tv at all that isn't like game shows and stuff like real housewives and bachelor and shit like i don't i don't understand why that appeals to people because it's just so boring you know watching people fall in love quote unquote because i I don't buy (laughs) people like falling in love in like stayed together in like one of those shows i think yeah every time that show ends they break up like immediate like soon after the show ends because it's like it's huge in this country oh my (laughs) god i'm like it's such a stupid premise yeah i feel like the truman the truman show is like a perfect sort of commentary on reality tv Mm. it's very on us as a viewer why we're watching what we're watching and i think yeah that ending though where the two security guards like oh it's over okay what else is on and they just immediately go to the next they're like okay what's on now they can't you know they they don't want to sort of take it in and sort of digest what's happened they're just like all right they don't want something that's real they want something that's reality yeah uh, where it's like the whole term of reality is lost on meaning, whether it be to Truman, which has figured out everything is a lie, or to yeah. the viewer, where as soon as stuff actually gets real, they go, got to switch. Yeah, and... I handle this. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's a really great commentary on how sort of people will move on from something. You know, if something and you know, like, they will move on to the next, you know, sort of interesting thing... Oh. Yeah, yeah. And that's, again, just as prevalent now as I, I assume it wasn't even as big of a thing. I think now with the advent of the internet and, you know, social media platforms and, and you know, YouTube and, and all those sorts of things, you know, people really yeah. have sort of, they just want things to sort of have, you know, they, they, they don't want to, like, they just sort of want things to be done you know, it's like the next trend, you know, like, all right, this thing isn't popular anymore, what's the next big thing we're gonna do, like, I, I think it, it really... Yeah, it's, it's so, yeah, I feel like it's aged so much better, as, like, it, it yeah, but it, it is, it'll always be prevalent, it's, it doesn't talk about nonsense, it's, it's also sort of similar to the films of the time. Whereas you watch mm. Jaws and you go, I ain't swimming in the ocean for a little bit. <laughs> you watch Truman Show, you go, I'm not picking my nose for a while. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. like, just in case everyone's watching me. Yeah, I've actually had those kinds of thoughts before of like, I, like, I don't believe this is a simulation, I think. But I do just sort of wonder, what would happen if it's like... Cool people were watching me like right now like i'm doing like i'm you know in the shower right now and you know there's people just like watching me right now like how bizarre that would be like i like i I know it's not real but i just think like what if it you know if it was though but that's it that's a bit of free will you just stand in the shower and you're like oh i might i can think for myself like Mm. you know um which is also like another great like Thing within the Truman Show is the whole does he have free will if everything is completely and utterly catered around creating a fake environment is it nature or nurture is the nurture of being raised in there mean mm. that he a certain way or is it his nature to question it which I think it's his nature which is 
Like it tends, it, it's happy for going. We have free will. We can think on mm. our own. Mm-hmm. We can. We can. It's. It's this like things are this way, because I, not because I'm being told they're this way. Yeah, he had. That's free. Yeah, and I think, uh, with. Truman, yeah, they 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 are very much trying to suppress him uh, from having you know these sort of his own yeah thought that they're, they're very much trying to keep him uh, as it you know that they they are suppress trying to suppress him and suppress his sort of free will and uh, you know I I think that is again another interesting thing where they you know they are trying to suppress any and all sort of independent thinking i guess you could say he you know he's trying to and i think yeah it's a really interesting like the the film really does delve into some really you know unique and and quite genius themes for a film and this film's not even that long this film's like a little over a hundred minutes long but it it delves into all these amazing yeah ideas and 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 possibilities and 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 it makes you and it gives you sort of ask presents these sort of questions to an audience and it does it in you know less than two hours and it's kind of like i you know I'm glad that, because I I I've, I think I may have touched on this before, but I, I I find a lot of films that go over two hours don't really justify being as long as they are. Like they could yeah. be done in a hundred minutes or whatever, and it would be yeah. doing the same thing. I fully agree. And I think Truman Show being under two hours, like 140ish minutes, I think, or something is like perfect it's a good film it's a really good film to just like watch if you're on the train and it's a two-hour ride you can listen to some music and then check on the truman show or whatever and and it's i think it's a perfect time length to be able to like actually because you're not getting fatigued with the movie but you're also it's long enough where you don't feel like it was over too quickly yeah, no, it it move it moves at a very fast pace though, but it it feels like everything you you don't feel like the film is not like it focuses on things long enough that you are invested in, and and you understand things and you feel like everything's been developed well enough, but not too long that you start getting bored of it. Like it it moves at a very quick pace, and I think it you know yeah by the time it gets yeah. to the ending you're like oh Jesus it's been you know nearly you know over an hour you know an hour and a half now i was you know it's just one of those films and i and i and i do love it i this is i, I think that, yeah this film is great um it's just i don't really think there's anything that i can think of that's particularly wrong with it honestly i, I think yeah, it is there, there are ideas that would like there's always going to be ideas that oh, what if it was this? What if it was that? But then there's no serious faults. Maybe there's there's nothing that takes away from my enjoyment yeah. of the film. Like, because I, th- I think everything is done so purposefully. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it is thought out so methodically. Yeah. I think it, it's done really well. Like it's done 
it, 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 yeah, I can't fault it. Yeah, there, there's I, no things where it's like I wish they changed this and I wish it was mm. this way. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, sort of. It's all put together very well. Like the the, the score is really nice. You know, it, it it's it's not particularly stand out, but you know, it's nice. You know, I think the sound design. Um, you know, like when you know, like when he's on the ocean, like the wet, the the, th- the rain yeah, and all yeah. that. Like it it just creates this brilliant. Uh, you know, this the sort of slight eeriness of honestly like when they're like because i feel like we've sort of touched on a lot of things but one thing i do actually really like is that scene where they're where all the actors are just sort of standing in place and they're just waiting to go and there's a there's a certain eeriness to it yeah of, it's real creepy and i think that like i'm a fan like when of, they just turn on the when they turn on the whole daylights because they can't find him yeah or, and they're and just, they just like today in the middle of the night they're just yeah like, and they're just like it, 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 we, we've just got to do this now we we don't care i i think it's great i i, I think this film is yeah f- pretty much perfect like i i i just yeah it's, it's a great film it's really really good yeah um yeah. I, I think we've I think run our course yeah i thought for me 10 out of 10 like, yeah, I'd say this is yeah a ten out of ten, um, and and now that I've rewatched it, it is now in my top ten films of all time. Um, it is like number it. ten yeah, like on my list actually. Uh, it's yeah. Oh well, you'll always have like preferred films. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... it is pretty much as close to a perfect film as you can get. I reckon like it it really has everything in it you know the performances are really good to great you know yeah. um it's there's no know... one in the film where you think oh my god they're too big of a star for this like yeah they, they, they the casting is done really properly where it doesn't like if brad pitt was in it i'd be like oh, yeah it, yeah and, like, and also yeah. and all the characters feel defined like even sort of the smaller parts like even those people at the um who work in the control room they all feel fairly well fleshed out even though they're not in the film that much like it yeah the film really is quite um yeah it's it's just great i i I love this film it's one of my all-time favorites and i i think we've yeah pretty much touched on everything major in the film um yeah i i hope you all enjoyed this week's episode i think it's it's, yeah do you have like it's a great film it's um uh yeah definitely go and watch it yeah it's um and i was slightly worried that it might not hold up on the on this rewatch honestly but it 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 did help hold up it it is yeah just fantastic um so thank you all for listening to this week's episode uh yeah episode we're on to beginning the course to episode 200 in a couple years um which will be fun uh yeah check out i've done a hundred other episodes just there's lots to choose from and uh coming soon the final episode of the year is going to be a big uh is going to be a big culmination of the year uh basically throughout this year i've done several episodes tying into new releases and it will in that episode it'll, that will be discussed in the review of the year episode where i've gotten various guests who have been on the show, including Harry, uh, to talk about some new releases, and I'll just put them in a big old... uh, I'll compile them together, and 
yeah, it'll just be discussions on new releases, because I didn't do that last year, and last year's episode went way too long, uh, but this year, hopefully, it'll be a bit of a shorter length. Uh, I think that's pretty much it, unless you've got anything final to say, Harry? No, I don't. Uh, uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, yeah. I really enjoy it every time. I like talking about especially that Truman Show. So. Yeah, and yeah, I'm sh- I'll have you on for more in the future, because I think this is this is good. I think we get good discussions out of this. So yeah, thank you all for listening to this week's episode, and I will see all of you in the next one. Goodbye.